0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 20th, 2019. So I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth, and I trust that this series has been a blessing to you. This is the 11th week of the series so far. This is part 53 of the series. The title of today's message comes in the form of a question. Here's the question for you this morning. Do you have faith in God? I dealt with this yesterday. I'm going to deal with it today, having faith in God. This is their levels of faith, and this is a, a level that we want to get to. And so John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17 are our foundational scriptures. The Bible says in John 1 and 14 that the word, Jesus, was made flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so we did like a compare and contrast between the law that was given by Moses and grace and truth, which came through Jesus Christ. And so we've been studying grace and and really we study Galatians 3 four. Five, the apostle Paul did an amazing job teaching about the grace of God juxtaposed against the law of Moses in the book of Galatians. And in Galatians chapter five, he talks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's what we've been dealing with for a while now. Galatians 5:22 and 23, the Bible says, but the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of you is divine love. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. God is love. Now, there are eight expressions of God's love that the Apostle Paul talks about. Let's talk about these eight expressions. These are the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Joy that overflows. When you Listen, when you're born again filled with the Holy Spirit and you're living with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, these are the things that people are supposed to see. You're supposed to have joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue or good works, faith that prevails, Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit, and never set your attention on the law or rules above these qualities because these qualities are limitless. So, last week I introduced you to four levels of faith. I talked about faith in works, what you see, faith in the Word, 66 books of the Bible, what you read, faith in a rhema word or a spoken word, what you receive from the Holy Spirit, or in a vision, or in a dream, or through someone else. And then, lastly, I dealt with this yesterday, I'm dealing with this today. Faith in God, beyond faith in 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 the works and in the word and in what you hear. Listen, I'm talking about having faith in God, having faith in the person of God. So, what does this mean to you today about having faith in God? I have three things to share with you. As I get into these three things, I want you to rid yourself of every distraction and open up your heart to hear and to receive. Three things. Number one. Here we go. Yesterday, I covered the fact that Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, "Have faith." in God. Another translation says that Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith, Brother Pena? Well, the God kind of faith is what Jesus did in in Mark chapter 11. The God kind of faith is faith that receives and believes and declares what the Holy Spirit is saying to you in your heart, even when it doesn't match what you're seeing with your natural eyes. And you speak what you hear, right? While And then not be moved by what you see. So you're saying what God is telling you to say, and you're not moved by what you're seeing here in this world, and that's what Jesus did with the fig tree. He declared what he heard, and when nothing happened to the tree, he was not moved by what he saw. He walked away like it was already done. See, we serve a God. Romans four and seventeen says that we serve a God who calls those things which be not as though they were, and so that's how we're supposed to be. We're calling things that be not as though they were. Isaiah 4, 46 and ten says that we serve a God who calls the end from the beginning. Well, so so he already knows the end from the beginning and he calls the end from the beginning. See, we serve a God who will speak to your to be stage from your right now stage. He... He, God sends uh, an angel to Gideon and he's looking at Gideon and Gideon considers himself the weakest man in the weakest clan in all of Israel and God is looking at a coward and calls him a champion God will speak to your 2b sage from your right now stage and when you walk and live by faith you have to do the same thing you must be willing to say what God said and then even when it when what you're seeing, which your natural eyes doesn't line up with what God said. And then you have to say what God said and not be moved by what you see and keep saying what God said until the earth catches up with heaven's reality, until you see what God said. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened in Mark chapter 11. The next day the fig tree was dried up and that's what will happen in your life. You have to have the faith in God to say whatever he's telling you to say by the Holy Spirit and not be moved by what you see down here in this world. And when you're doing that, your faith is not in you. Your faith is not in your ability to make it happen. Your faith is in God. He's telling you to say this. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I believe God. God is telling me to say it. God is telling me to do some things. I believe God. Your faith must be in God. Number two, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy 1 and 12, I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him until that day. He was like, man, my faith is in God. I'm telling you. Paul was like, my faith is not in me. My faith is in God. When you get to this point where your faith is in the person of God, like in the person of God himself, then you will not be moved because God will not be moved. God must be the object of your faith beyond faith in what you saw, beyond faith in what you read, beyond faith in what you heard. I'm talking about having faith in God, in the person of God. This type of faith is built on a level of trust and confidence that cannot be shaken because you have a relationship with him. This is not faith in yourself because let's be honest, you failed yourself more than more times than you than you want to remember. This is not faith in your ability because God is going to call you to do things that you can't do. This is not faith in your ability to remain in faith. Because if we will be honest, there was times when you would believe in God for something and then you gave up along the way. This is, I'm talking about having faith in God. This is having faith in the person of God and in his unyielding commitment towards me, towards you, to the plans that he made for us before the world began. When you're living with this type of faith, you know that your faith is in God and he's not just the author But he's also the finisher of your faith. God started it and God will make it good. God, I mean, he, be confident. Philippians 1 and 6 says, be confident of this very thing that he. God, who has begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. At that point, your confidence is in God and in his commitment towards you. And you know that he's more committed to you than you're committed to yourself. And you know that he's not holding your faults and your flaws and your failures against you. That things may not always work out the way that you want it. That you may not always get everything that you expected. You may have to deal with more challenges that you're comfortable with. But in the end of the day, you're not moved because you have faith in God that you know that he is committed to you. You know that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. He will never relax the grip that he has on you. Your faith is in God. He made plans for you before he formed you in your mother's womb and he's committed to those plans. And so that's how you have to live. That's how we're supposed to live. We have to have faith in a God who called us. Before we were born, who's more committed to us than we're committed to ourselves, my faith is in God. Even when I don't know what he's doing, and even when I don't know how he's going to do it, my faith is in him. Say amen to that. Number three, and finally, as I close, Paul said, once again, Second Timothy 1 and 12, I know whom I have believed. Listen, my, I know him. I know him. I know whom I have believed in, and I'm persuaded that he's able to do it. I've committed some things to him, and I'm persuaded that he's able to do it. Paul will say, my faith is not in man. Paul was saying, my faith is not in me, right? Paul's faith was not in Paul. Paul was saying, my faith is in God. Basically, he was saying, look, I know God. I know whom I have believed. God is not some type of disconnected or despondent, you know, celestial being. No, God is my father. I have a relationship with him. I know him. I believe him. He made plans for me. He would never let me down. He said, that's, I mean, you got to have faith in a God that would never let you down, where your faith is in God and you are not moved. Paul was saying that there are some things that God has spoken to me, about me, that are beyond me. And I, I can't do these things unless God steps in. They are beyond human. They exceed my ability. So I believe that these things will happen because God is going to make them happen. I, I I have committed these things unto God, and I know that they are going to happen in the fullness of time. And on a personal level, as I close, I, I can tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm right there. That's where I am right now. Like today. This is where I am. There's some things that I'm believing God for that I'm only believing God for because the Holy Spirit spoke them to me. The Holy Spirit revealed those things to me. And so I'm believing in a God who promised them. I'm believing that they will come to pass, but I can't make them happen. There are things that I can't, I'm not even tempted to get involved because I can't do it. And so so since I can't make it happen, I have to believe God. I've committed these things unto God and I know whom I have believed. And I'm I'm fully persuaded that what I've committed to him, he shall be bring to pass in the fullness of time. If God doesn't do it, then it's not going to get done. But I know that it's going to get done because God said it. And I know him and my confidence is in him. And I know in whom I have believed. Listen, there, this is how we're supposed to live. There's some things that God speaks over you that you can't do, that, that he doesn't want you to make happen because you can't make it happen. And those things you have to believe him and you have to believe that he loves you, that he's not going to hurt you, that he's not making you look foolish for no reason. And he's, he's putting you out there to live by faith so that you can prove and exercise your confidence in him. And you're not moved by what you see down here in this world. And it might take weeks and it might take months. And listen, let me be honest with you. It might take years. It might take decades. But if God said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. Your confidence has to be in him and in his commitment towards you because he made plans for you before the world began. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I stand on your promises with unwavering faith. Because my faith is rooted and grounded in you. My faith is not in man. My faith is not in me. My faith is not even in my ability to remain in faith. My faith is in you. I know you are committed to me and to the plans you made for me before the world began. You are more committed to me than sometimes I'm committed to me. Even when I am faithless, you remain faithful towards me. So my trust, my faith, my confidence is in you. I have fearless confidence and I'm not moved by what I see because I believe God. I know you will never leave me. You will never forsake me. You will never give up on me. In the fullness of time, every word you have spoken over me shall come to pass. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address, and all my notes will be in your email inbox every day for free. As I was, at the, I was, I was closing there at the end, I could feel people's faith just being built up. I pray that your faith is being built up. Romans 10 and 17 says that faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. As I was preaching the word of God to you this morning, I declare that your faith is being built up, that you are being built up to believe God. You're a believer, not a doubter. You walk by faith and not by fear. Go into this day now, believe in God. You got to know who you have placed your confidence in. It can't be in you. It can't be in others. It can't, your faith has to be in him. And if it's in him, then you shall not be moved because God should not be moved. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Go into this day. You are the just, and the just shall live by faith. God bless you.